Hello, hello, reporting live from a different location than usual. Uh, I hope you guys liked Candlestick by DJ Q. I hope you guys really enjoyed that. I know it's a, you know, Q got those, Q got those beats. Anyways, on today's podcast, I have a sad gal, Nina. Nina, everybody. I'm really excited about this. I recorded this, um, I think, early, early December, mid-December. I was just hoarding podcasts and i held on to this one a little longer than i should have for reasons that i don't really i can't really articulate but anyways um i hope you enjoy this dj q also says hi in the podcast itself so yeah hope you enjoy it guys and it wouldn't focus and then i was laughing and i was like it's because there's spirits right now and he's like you're probably you're probably right about that and i was like yeah Shit, I probably am. I was kidding, but damn. <laughs> You're probably, I am probably right. Belita does have a weird vibe to it. Yeah. It has a specific kind of vibe. I've opened a lot of doors here by accident. Oh, shit. <laughs> With the shroom stuff. <laughs> I mean, Mike opened one out of the door. Damn. And then, I mean, this whole place is active, though. My old house was a, was a fucking doorway. This whole area, Max right? saw us. Did you hear, Max, when I was staring at the school right now? And I was like, I feel weird. I was like, if I see some shit, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna pee myself. But like Max, <laughs> Max the other day was like, holy shit. And I was like, what? He's like, I just saw a woman walking down those steps, and she's not there anymore. And mm. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's cool. For real? Yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me well, silence. For real? It's known for that. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that school's probably one of the most haunted. How old is that school? Do you think? Is it Carillo? Yeah. Damn. Really? So like, I mean, because the first high schools were built in the fifties. Right. Damn. I really That's hope so true. I don't like burp all loud and then it's just stuck on the podcast. Hey, I mean, I guess I can bleep that out if you want, <laughs> but I mean. Oh yeah, you you could yeah cool. I can if you really want me to. No, it's cool. People will know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just burped really quick, but that's not lady legs. I was just, you know, like, actually, fuck that, fuck that. You be whatever you want. It's a body. Everybody burps. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna fart now. Do it up. No, I'm just. Do it up. (laughs) (laughs) She has a fushi face on. (laughs) We signed her. (laughs) For real. Well, this is me fighting. All right, this is me fighting the cause. Mad respect. Yeah. Mad respect. Yeah. That's that. That's the. That's the, that's Fuck the how goal. you feel, Q. <laughs> it's just kidding. I love you so much. You're not loved. I'm gonna be in. I'm in, I'm gonna be in this podcast. I'm gonna sit down and be silent. Okay. Oh, all right. I don't know how that works, but that, that. Haha, you don't get a mic. <laughs> He's gonna be a phantom in the background. Uh, thank you, Nina, for being here. Thank you for having me. How's your day been? It's been pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah, I got a haircut. Yeah, you're mentioning that. Yeah, you had oh, we started. It? We started, right? Yeah, 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 yeah we, we started. Oh, <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great. It's great. It's um, cool. Great. Well, so let's start off. What's your first memory? Damn. I've listened to your podcast. I should have known this was. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love when I hear that. That's <laughs> a couple of times already. Yeah, for real. <laughs> My first memory, it's like not the most pleasant, but it's my first memory. I was like, I think I was like three or something. It was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And um, my brother was in jail at the time awaiting his trial. And I remember it was so long ago because now, you know, in jail, they have like the the webcams. I don't know if you know that. Well, Mm -hmm. some people will know that, that it's webcams now, Mm -hmm. but it used to be like a glass window. And so I remember sitting, I was young enough to be like sitting on one of my, somebody's lap and like I put my little hand on the, the glass window yeah. and my brother put his hand because I didn't like, I, I didn't know what was happening. I was right. just like, that's my brother and like I can't touch him. can't touch him. But that was my first memory. Damn. That was a long time ago. I was, it must have been like three. Damn. I was super young. How old are you now? I'm 20. You're 20 now? How many siblings do you have? I have three. You have three siblings? Where, like three not counting yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay. Where do you land in like the range? I'm the baby. You the baby? You would be. I would be. <laughs> <laughs> you would be. Yeah. Wow. What a poignant first memory. Yeah. How? 
how has that influenced your trajectory in life? And how did that affect even your music? Um, I would say it's a huge part of everything about me. Like, yeah. my whole family, I've just been in and out of, like, Supreme Court. You know what I mean? It was never, mm. like, city court, ever. Supreme Court. Yeah, it was, like, I mean, I went to city court for myself. But, right. like, I remember it was always, like, Supreme Court. Like, you know, the big cases and mm -hmm. trials. And so um, it was always because of family. And I remember thinking to myself, my brother, he's in, he's still in prison. I went to go see him the other day, and he always tells me, like, if I would, because he's going to be in there for, I think, like, seven years, maybe, or five. I don't, really, uh, I don't really know. I don't like to talk about that with him. Right. But I remember him saying, like, if I would have spent all this time that I'm going to spend here in prison, if I would have, you know, put that towards school, mm. like, I would be in a whole different place. Right. And, like, so he always, he always told me that. And so my whole life, I was just always wanting to do better, be better, because for the people who couldn't, like my brothers. Right. And, yeah. So it's a huge part. Wow. And what got you into music? What got you making music? Um, that, like, just being so hurt mm -hmm. from everything. Like, I've dealt with depression at a young age. I remember being, like, 12, and I went up, maybe 10, I went up to my pops, and I was like, hey, like, do you ever just, like, not want to be here sometimes? Mm. And he was like, yeah, I want to go to, like, Hawaii and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nah, well, like, I'm trying to, yeah, I was like, I don't want to be here. Deeper. Like, this earth. And he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But mm. we never talked about it. But, like, I just realized, like, I was depressed at such a young age. But mm. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know that was depression. Right. I just knew I was, like, sad. Mm -hmm. And I had no outlet. Because growing up the way that I did, mm -hmm. you know, especially with a lot of like criminals and like hood shit, like yeah. you don't, you're taught to like not speak. Mm -hmm. You just have to be private right. about every little thing. And so I couldn't talk to anybody. And then the whole like growing up with all men, it's like, you know, don't cry, don't cry. Right. So growing up as a little girl, it's like the same thing. All my brothers knew was like, don't cry. Mm -hmm. So for me too, it was like, don't cry, like don't show whatever. And so I, I just started writing music. And I was, like, really angry and sad. And I would just write about yeah. how I felt. Because that was the only way I knew how to, like, get it out. Right, of course. So I started at, like, 13. I started recording when I was 13. I put in shit out at, like, 14. Yeah. And I was a yeah. rapper. Yeah, you started off rapping, right? Yeah, I was just angry and talking shit. Wow. Calling all my family names out. Like, fuck you, brother. Like, I was just... I haven't listened to you rap too often. I, I, I listened to maybe one song just today of you rapping. You were pretty good. Oh, thanks. Like, you're really good. I deleted a lot of it. I wish I didn't. You shouldn't have. Why? I shouldn't have. You should have, like, left it there for people, like, to see the progression. That's what I tell people. I always tell people, like, when people ask me, we're starting off making music, they're like, what are your tips? And I'm like, I know this is uncomfortable for you, but, like, always save your old shit. Always, mm. like, no matter how trash it is, like, if we're, <laughs> like, I don't care if you're, like, sitting on a Grammy, like, you better keep that shit so you can yeah. go back and listen, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, for real. But, yeah. And so you started off rapping more than anything? Yeah, that's all I used to do. I didn't even know I could sing. You didn't know you could sing? Not at all. How did you find that out? Honestly, I don't know. It just kind of, it just happened. Like, what? It, I know it sounds weird. <laughs> it's good. Like, I always wanted to sing. Yeah. But growing up, like, it was like Beyonce, Mariah Carey, like, right. Aguilar, like, the really strong voices. And my right, voice right. isn't like that. It's not like that, no. Like, at all. So, in my head, I was like, I can never do that. Um... And then I kind of just started flowing, like, I don't know. People always say I'm similar to, like, Jhene Aiko. She okay. doesn't have a strong, strong voice yeah. like that. It's very, like, soft, like mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. So then I, I found what worked for me. That's a good comparison. Uh, that's a good comparison. Yeah, because you like, the way I would conceive of your voice is, like, an earthly angel kind of, like, angelic Thank you. kind of voice. It's very grounding. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sweet. Uh, do you prefer singing over rapping more than anything? Um, I would say so. It's what I do mostly. It's kind of like, I find like a happy medium of like, um, like singing but a flow, a flow. twist. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's what I prefer. I'm most comfortable. I don't even like to call myself like a rapper. Like, oh, I be rapping because then it then it turns into like spit something right now, right now, blah, right. Blah, blah, blah. Like, and yeah. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> calm down. People get yeah. 
like our interaction with the, some of the the folks that are around here. Were you right? there when that happened the other day? Yeah, right. Yeah, I was, I was so irritated. <laughs> she was like, "Spit something for me now." Yeah, like, and I was like, "Well, I." And she's just like, "Well, you can't do anything." She's like, "Not even Snoop Dogg." And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, it was. Some it's shit. so weird when people like just put on throw an expectation on you and be like, "Give me something now," when they don't even know you, only because you say you're a rapper. Yeah. That's random. I didn't even say I was a rapper. It was Max. Like was she Max? raps too. She and rap- I was yeah, like, it was oh, Max. <laughs> Max. Damn, here we go. <laughs> Max throwing people under the bus like that. I knew it was coming. I was like, oh, she's gonna ask me now. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't do that to people. I don't get why people do that. I don't understand. Yeah. That impulse. I think because she was like saying, like, is this all you do? Like, what genre? And, and like, I get so weird when people ask me the genre because I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. What this, I don't know what I'm I w- doing. I wouldn't be able to answer that either. Yeah. <laughs> Would you, yeah. Yeah. Would you be able to give her a genre in Q? Lo fi RB. Lo fi RB. Lo fi RB. Okay. There it is. There, it is. there we go. When somebody asks you, you have something to do. I'd be like, lo fi RB. They're like, what's that? I'm all shit. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> like, I don't know. You just said that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> freaking. That's that's awesome. And so how long have you been singing specifically then? Um, Like, I want to say 14 too. Like, I don't remember what year. I know, you know that song Bad by Wale and Tierra, was it Tierra Thomas? Yeah, that's like, I made a remix to that song. And so, yeah, and so I remember, like, (laughs) wait, you should look it up. Because I know I started for sure, like, at 13, and I started putting things on at 14. And then I think around towards the end of me being 14, transitioning to 15, I started singing. Really? Yeah, and, like, I just stopped the whole um, rapping thing, like. Wow. Yeah. So you've been been singing for five years then. 2013. Yeah, sounds about right. T.R. Thomas. Wow. So you've been saying it for a good while. Mm-hmm. And you, do you, how does that feel compared to rapping for you? Um, it feels good. It's, I don't know, there's something about rapping where I feel like when I'm feeling like upset, it's just better than singing for me. Like when I'm upset, I can just like, spit everything out you know what i mean like and i have some very like fucked up violent angry raps mm. but i never put them out you know i don't want to really put that out yeah it's just like when i'm angry i don't think to sing right i think to like it's more of a, a rapping yeah kind of and when i'm hurt like i started singing because i was hurt and i felt like it, it pulled more out of me like my soul kind of i don't know if that makes sense you know that that, that sort of does make sense because like if i like listening to the music that you have put out and like mostly the ones that where you do sing it mm-hmm. sounds more like about pain and heartbreak yeah, and stuff like that definitely yeah. so yeah is that is that what does that does that help you is that where you derive your inspiration from yeah most of the time 100 percent. yeah yeah i feel like i used to get i don't know a big reason why i didn't want to do shows was because um i just felt like it was too sad for people a lot of people would tell me that, like, damn, your shit's sad. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm a sad person, okay? Like, I just be sad. And, you know, because it's weird to, like, you know, say it's just, like, what's, like, fuck the police, fuck the... And then it's me, like, oh, yeah, bro, my it's heart. A, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's a weird, It's a weird place. So I, for the longest time, I didn't want to do that stuff. But I feel like as I'm getting older and, um, you know, dealing with depression, mm-hmm. it's kind of, like, faded out for now. Right. I've noticed it doesn't really ever go away. I just manage it better. Yeah. And so my stuff hasn't been as sad as it used to be. It's good. I'm noticing, yeah. It's good. It's cool. Do you, do you feel like that's do you feel like that's hindered you in any way or are you are you are you feel like you still can create as you have been? I used to be scared about it to be honest, but now it's just more I'm trying to learn how to Talk about everything, like as just everything that comes with being a human and growing. Yeah. So I wanted to grow with me, That's basically. Awesome. Yeah. That's good. That's good. What 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 um. What what what's a singer that you like to look up to besides uh, Janae Aiko? Um, I really like. Her, there's this girl named Umi, like you. I think it's you know who I'm Umi? talking about. U M I. 
She's huh. super dope. Yeah? She's super, super dope. I really like her. And then Kali Uchi's, of course. Kali Uchi's is interesting. Yeah. You know what's funny about her? I never really enjoyed her until, like, her last album. Her last album was, like... For real? I, I okay preferred her, like, back then, like, Table for Two. and Yeah. yeah really? Yeah, she was tight. I mean, she still is tight. I mean, yeah. She's, yeah. She, I always thought she was real cool and everything, but I just couldn't fuck with her. And then even this album, like, I only fucked with, like, two, three, four songs, maybe. Damn. <laughs> I don't know why. She, I feel you. She just misses, she just misses my, um, my emotional notes, or at mm. least the things that get me more, more of the time. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, like, my own personal take and shit. That's uh, that's really interesting. Do you? I, I know you're a very spiritual person. Mm-hmm. Have you? Haven't heard any songs that allude to that. I have one. You have one. It's just one. It's called um, Ka, K A. Ka. In like in parentheses, it's called Astral Projection. Oh. And at the time, I was super young. I I was talking about. I really wanted to astral project, and like so, it was. Mm. It's literally talking about um me seeing this person mm-hmm. um and i don't know i remember saying like i am really here no something like that like i'm there my soul's there like i can see you that's mm. the whole astral projecting you know what i mean mm-hmm. and but he he's he can't see me physically so i was just talking about that it's it's really like far back it was wow. years ago so you'd have to go listen to that i would have to listen to it to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> but it was wow. about that yeah that's cool. That's cool. Have you ever have you ever actually tried to actual project? Yes. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, I this is where I'm so mad at myself for deleting some things. Like, I had um this song that I never released, but I was listening to it and I felt like I was trying and I felt the like the vibrations. I think they say that you're supposed to feel like an intense like vibration or something before you're about to like dip. Really? Yeah, something like that. I feel like I read, and then I felt that, and I could, I could feel like my soul or whatever like pulling, Mm -hmm. and I got scared, and I was like, get the get back in, like, (laughs) and then then I stopped, and I never Uh, did it again because I got so scared. Yeah, that sounds about right. That 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 trembling, I've I've experienced that with my own experiments and shit. That's that's funny. I never heard about that being like a really a step for astral projection. I heard about that. Like I remember, I feel like I remember reading about it. Because really? I freak, I remember, like right now, I'm, I remember being terrified. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. So I knew that was like it's a thing. It's completely reasonable. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, have you had any really like weird dreams that you, you, you just couldn't explain? Um, or no? I get like visions in my dreams. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What's an example? Uh, an example, I don't really want to say who this involves, but my partner right now that i'm talking to Mm. we had it we were chopping it up the other day about um our like just children you Mm. know what i mean like and i remember telling this person i was saying how i've always wanted a son everyone who knows me knows that like i want a son before a daughter right and that's probably because i have brothers and i've always felt like protected right and um i want my daughter to feel that but I feel like I know I'm going to have a girl first. Right. I just feel like that. I don't want a girl first, <laughs> but I feel that way. And I had a dream one day about a year and a half ago, maybe two, but I think it was a year and a half ago. Yeah. And it was, um, I don't really remember my dreams often. So when I do, I, it's like symbolic for me. Right. Um, and there was a little girl. She was like a caramel color. And I'm very light. Yeah. If you can see people who don't. People who are listening to this are like, oh, damn. No, but I'm like very pale. Yeah. And so this girl is caramel. So I'm like, how the fuck? You know what I mean? (laughs) She's like a caramel color. She's light still, but she's like a caramel color. And she was like the most beautiful little girl I've ever seen in my life. She had like the prettiest like brown eyes, like Mm. with nice curly lashes. And her hair was black and curly. And I don't have curly hair. Interesting. Yeah. So, and I just, I remember seeing her and I felt this, like, intense, strong connection. Like, I knew she was my daughter. Right. And I, and for some reason, I knew it was the future. Like, I knew that this was something, it was a vision. Like, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. And um, she was wearing, like, a like little white um, sandals. And she was just so fucking beautiful. And I just remember her looking at me and, like, I was like, this is my daughter. And so I was talking to my partner the other day and 
without getting into details, we had the same dream about the same little girl. <laughs> <laughs> and a year and a half ago. Oh, shit. And I didn't know this person back then. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Like, the dream was different, but it was the same little girl. Like, we were just staring at each other like, you stop it. You stop it right now. Like, it was crazy. Wow. Things like that. Like, it's happened to me. That's insane. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, that little girl just did a transmission from the future. Yeah, for real. Like, She's like, yo, mom, pops, how you doing? For real. That was like a one something from the future. And there was like one other one where um my brother that I always worried about the most, mm-hmm. he's like the middle child. He was always like very, I feel like the most lost. And he, I remember always worrying about him. Like, I used to cry for him all the time just because... Every time I saw him, I'd be like, I don't know if I'm going to ever see him again, you know, just because right. of the shit he was doing. Mm-hmm. And I remember I always prayed to um, the Virgin Mary. And mm-hmm. I, I'm very, I feel very close to her. Mm-hmm. And I remember praying to her, asking her to protect my brother, like no matter what, like just wow. please just protect him. Yeah. And I had a dream of her. It was like some Wizard of Oz shit. You know how that they, she come the, who's the fairy godmother comes in the bubble? It was like a pink um, bubble, but I think now it was like an aura. It was just pink, like very whatever. And it was her. And I walk in. I was in my nana's house in the dream, and I saw her with a red rose. And it was she was putting it on my brother's forehead, and she was blessing him. It was like a protection thing. Wow. And then I woke up. He's been cool ever since. And like he's had very like near death experiences too. So I feel I like to think that that was like something from her. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's intense. Yeah. <laughs> it's, intense. it's intense, yeah. And have you had like those kinds of experiences most of your life? Yeah. Really? I have some shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you were saying earlier and before we even started the podcast, you you agitate spirits? Yeah. Like bad spirits. <laughs> and so that's such a such a but it's a perfect time to say weird flex. <laughs> weird flex. <laughs> weird flex, but okay. But okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really interesting. Huh. Do you feel like, do you feel like that connection you have to those realms, do you feel like that influences your music in any way? Yeah, definitely. I would say mostly like my everyday life too. And yeah. I just feel very, um... I just know I'm very like protected, and I've been told like mm. I've had psychics like come up, up like to me up on the street and just say like, "You're very protected, you know that, right?" Mm. Like just things like that, or um, even like past family members that I've never met like come through in readings, and just tell me that they want to tell me that like they're looking out for me. Mm. So with everything, I feel like, and I was recently my last reading that I had, I was told that the woman who was reading me and she doesn't know me like at all, mm. you know what I mean. Um, but she was telling me that my grandparent, she said a grandparent on the other side is helping you with your future endeavors and it's with music mm-hmm. and things like that. So. Wow. Yeah. How's the, what's your writing price, your, your writing process like? Do you write first or do you listen to a beat and the beat helps it all come together? Um, I get really excited. Like I can't ever listen to a beat fully, which I should because sometimes it's like weird. I like the weird transition yeah and i'm like oh hold on (laughs) um i listen to it and i can always tell within the first like the first the first 30 seconds if i'm like fucking with it or not Mm. and then i just like a sentence will come to my head just off the top and then i just start writing and just how it happens wow Mm -hmm. that's that's pretty intense really is that yeah that's pretty intense because that's almost like i mean i don't that's so it's close to that like how i write my poems yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't really know too many people that approach it in that way. You you seem to be doing it right off the bat with just a beat, uh-huh. which seems pretty consistent. And do you do you edit a lot, or do, what you, do you mean? like do you edit like do you write something out when like you listen to a beat and the beat uh, gives you that sentence? Do you just straight up write it out and then you're done, or do you do you edit a bit? Like do you change up some words? Mm-hmm. Maybe like I don't really edit it ever. I'm, I like to be more. I don't know, in the moment when I'm writing, like, I, I have to do it like that really raw or I feel like I'm going to lose how I'm feeling. I feel like I'll lose the whole song. Like, example, if I'm recording something um, 
and it's more sad or if I'm writing something sad, I have to be in that moment. I try not to lose it. Right. Because the next day, it's going to be different. You know? I get that. Yeah, you feel me? I get that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I had the same experience with like my writing. If I'm writing and it's coming from like a specific feeling, I try and stay in that feeling for as long as I can. As long as you can, yeah. And the feeling becomes, I guess, my version of a beat. <laughs> yeah, that's tight. That's super tight. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'll just build upon it. But I get that. That's that's real cool. Do you feel like so? Then, in, in a sense, you would say it's more coming through you than mm-hmm. than you just definitely coming up with it. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I never thought of it as crazy, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't really listen like, to how people write. So not in a bad way, but it's just like no. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. That's so cool, though. Thanks. Do you like? Do you do you get excited when you like? You can just like write like that. Yeah, I do, but I'm also very um, critical of myself. Mm. So I have, I was showing Q, like I have, like, hun- I want to say like hundreds of songs, like just pages full of shit that I'm like, you know, I stay in that moment. Or I used to be really bad about, um, I would work there for like however long, X amount of time, and then I would just be like, I would leave it that moment. I've learned that to be this way because of past mm. stuff, like I don't ever finish. Um, I used to never finish because I would leave that moment and I just wouldn't be able to reconnect. I get that. So I just have hundreds of things that are not finished. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I understand that 100%. Yeah. It's annoying. <laughs> so it's yeah, like... It's super annoying. A water sign thing, you said? Yeah. Damn. You think so? I don't know. It might just be. Because uh, it, it'd, be, it'd be real hard for me to try and pick up a poem that I stopped halfway on writing and try and pick it up later it's so hard for me it's so hard if i force myself it, it might be possible but like yeah. then at that point i'm like well it's not I'm the gonna, same and you just start again yeah and it's a process yeah. it just happens over and over yeah I, was, I dealt with that the last time i tried to write well, maybe like the last 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 time i tried to write yeah. it was uh it's not the same the feeling that you have when you start it it's not the same when you come back to it it's so it's so weird it's yeah, and it's funny that you say that because I was telling um, Q, I feel like a couple weeks back, there's a song that I have on my SoundCloud. It's called I Still Love Life. And like Q was mm. saying, like, do you ever think about like re-recording it or something like that? And I was just like, I don't think. The way my voice is um, projecting, coming through, I wrote that, like, it was like half a freestyle too. So like I started it mm. and then I just hit record. And then I just started like freestyling. And Some scissor shit. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I was so heartbroken in that moment. Like, I remember right. being like, fuck this place, you You're know? Deep in it. Yeah, super deep in it. And you, I feel like you could hear it through my voice, and I don't think I would be able to tap into that. Wow. Yeah. So I just leave it. That's crazy. That's so cool. Thanks. So how, in your whole process, how did you end up finding Ojalá? Um, okay, so... This is weird. Yeah, so Twitter. <laughs> Stop looking at her like that. Like, Damn. I'm curious to see the version she tells. The version. I'm going to tell you both versions because there's like two and it's it's really just one. It's really just one. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, so I think Q hit me up first on Twitter. I believe okay. Q hit me up first. And um, I remember because I was, you know, people follow me and whatever and or I get a lot of DMs and I don't really look at them mm-hmm. not, not on some like stuck up shit i just, I don't know, just probably too many i just don't have the energy <laughs> and a lot of it's just like from past you know people are just like saying some dumb shit to me like yeah. what's up beautiful like can mm-hmm. i get a few you know what i mean i'm on i'm on no <laughs> like come, come some at me weird coming at you. yeah so i just right. never like care to do that right um but Q messaged me, or I, I seen Q, and then I was like, something just, I felt like it was an intuition thing. Like, I randomly just clicked on Q, and I was like, I'm going to just follow you back. So I followed back. And then same mm-hmm. with Ray, I believe. But Q messaged me first, and it was just um, telling me about, like, I have a collective and blah, blah, blah. Like, do mm-hmm. I do live shows? And I was like, no, I don't do live shows. I, I never had done live shows up until this year. I didn't yeah. want to. We could talk about that in a minute, but yeah. like, I really didn't want to. And then it just kind of... Faded out. We didn't really like go anywhere with it. Well, yeah, and then at the same time, like you know, growing up, I'm very paranoid, super paranoid. I don't trust people, so I was also mm-hmm. like, I don't really want to meet up with this person that I don't know on the internet. Right. You know, like you seems cool, but I was just like, mm, nah. Yeah. And no, then, 
Yeah, and then Ray had hit me up for, um, wait, that doesn't even count. Yeah, so Q, that's Q hit me up first. Mm -hmm. And then I had a homegirl who was talking to me and was like, yo, my friends do music and da, da, da. And I was like, oh, word, that's cool. Like, didn't really think anything of it. I feel like everybody does music, so I was like, cool. And then she's like, let's go to the rehearsals. So we were kicking it, and she brought me here. And that's when I feel like I met him. And so I was like tripping out because I was like, wait, is this the person that hit me up on Twitter like a month or two ago? And like, oh. it was just a very like full circle moment. Wow. Yeah. And then there was like a time um, after a show, we had went to a show, my homegirl and I, and I remember just seeing them. I was in the crowd because I wanted to see like what the shows were like. Yeah. Um, before I decided like I wanted to be like cool with everyone. Just like, just wanted to right. see what's Scoping up. Scoping it out. Yeah. And I feel like I had so many fucking visions that night. Like, mm-hmm. I saw, I was just looking at everybody on stage, and I I just saw stuff. Like, I just saw. Really? I saw the whole, like, how this this pans out. I saw it. Like, I, oh. on everything, I saw it. And so I was like. You saw their power. Yeah, I felt it. And it was mm-hmm. the first time, like, you know, being at rap shows it's just a lot of like i fuck bitches and i get right. money and like right so i was, was just like, like oh, this wasn't that it was completely different and, I, and just the way i don't know it's very just ojala is a force to be reckoned with and that's how i felt about mike when i seen mike the first time i was like right. holy fucking shit like yeah right i had some visions and then um q and max and i like were just chopping it up later that night till like three in the morning and that's when we talked about all of this wow Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, it's a cool story. How exciting. So yeah. why didn't you want to perform live shows? Um, To be honest, just like anxiety and... and Nervous. Yeah, like I had trouble breathing. Like oh, with singing, right. it's, it's you know, actually just performing in general. Like, yeah. sing, like <laughs> breathing, I mean. Breathing is just a big thing. You have yeah. to really... I don't think people realize time it. Time it. You have to... Hell yeah, you, you have, have to, to time it. You have to make sure where you're at with the words. Yeah, and I, I remember being asked to do shows and I, and I practiced, you know, right. by myself to see how I would be. That's hard, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I practiced, you know, to see how I would be just thinking about it. Like, you know, I don't have to do this. Like, it's fine, but just try. Right. And, I, and I struggled, like, mm. so hard. Like, I just couldn't do it. And, mm. I, and I remember thinking to myself, like, it's so shitty that this is, like, the only thing. This, I feel like my only ticket out. And, like, I can't even do this shit, right? So mm. I was super, like, upset about it. And then just, I have so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. I've been managing better. But I was like, wow, I have all this anxiety. And you expect me to get on stage and, like, <laughs> sing all these songs. And I can't even fucking breathe. Like, no. <laughs> but it yeah. happened. And then cues helped me a lot. Yeah. Yeah, like, a lot. Yeah. Tremendously. That's awesome. I feel super comfortable doing shows now. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I get it though. I have, I have personally, I have a lot of stage fright when I have to read. Like, if I go up and read my poems and shit, yeah, it's still there too. Breathing but, too, like, though. Like for you, I bet you yeah, have to time that. I have to time. Well, like just the way I read. Like so, like if I'm, in the beginning for me, like when I started reading, I would like just read through the poem without giving it a chance mm-hmm. to like actually be heard. Yeah, <laughs> just to get off the fucking microphone. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe now I'm a little better with it, but yeah, no, that's, I have, I get it. It's you feel it, yeah. Fuck that. I, I, I can't Fuck even imagine, that. I can't even imagine trying to sing in front of people. Yeah. That seems like a lot. <laughs> it was, yeah, the first time I sang here, I was like, because he was like, yeah, you could rehearse here. And I was like, we could, what? Okay. <laughs> so then I did, because I was like, what a good place to start. And then I remember yeah. Ray, Ray was telling me like, you know, if you're gonna fuck up anywhere, fuck up here. It was either Ray or Mike that told me that. Like, Very this is true. the this is the place to like fuck up. Everyone was telling me that, and I was like, okay. And then I remember singing here for the first time, and it just I just feel like I've been getting better. It's more effortless like now. It's good. But yeah. That's good. I feel like it's just from practicing and yeah. Wow. Fantastic. What a good turnout. How, for so, real. so like just in general, being with Ojala, you feel like it's just worked out for the better for you. Definitely, I feel like this is very guided like you know in the Q hit me up prior and mm. i just feel like you know me being the way that i was like it just wasn't gonna happen right um and then i so happened to become friends with this one homegirl in particular and then the fact that she knew these people right. and it was just like it was just 
to me it was like holy just shit all worked out yeah every it's just super aligned like it, it right. had to happen some type of way yeah and it didn't happen the first way so it happened that way wow that's cute i just want to add that this has all been like a whole spiritual architect thing going on that you know in the same way that ray mike and max and mm-hmm. nina were all brought together it's been like a long crazy cool thing like a web you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like for for this to be that Blita being the first place where i ever did a beat tape show that's very true to then having it be the rehearsal space that's right. Right. you know what i mean like it's this, this has been the center isn't this, it this space this has been for, the center. for as spooky and weird as it is <laughs> you know I, I remember nina telling us for the first time when she was here that she saw something at the rehearsals it was the first time we ever practiced with the projector mm-hmm. we had like the big um, mm. the big like this this like whole, it like came together this the set the magical spell that we were working on and right. I think it, it that spell that we worked on and you know, that Nina later joined was put on display at the headlining show that we did right. in September which yeah. I think was the biggest and fucking crazy show we did crazy. crazy most magical show that yeah. was my first show with everyone yeah, everybody, yeah. was it your <laughs> first show yeah that's where I'm saying like this was just <laughs> shit this was in the cards and like even with the things that I've been um, manifesting like I have a notebook full of it's funny because when I had this reading back in July I think mm. it was July because I didn't know you guys in July um wow i was at Damn, a that's, yeah that's all that's wait you've got you you've only been here for, yeah when did you join all along like September? no, no. B- before august? the end of august yeah for real yeah <laughs> i know right i'm gonna run back to dms okay. run back the dms you didn't even have to announce that for <laughs> <laughs> so you had a reading in july oh yeah i had a reading in july and i was at a really low my energy was super low i was just like damn and um i remember i was working on manifesting a lot i have a notebook where i script and you know the technique right Mm -hmm. it's like where you you write your current situation but it's like say it's like april 2020 this is what's happening today that's scripting interesting Mm -hmm. it's a good manifesting technique really yeah hell yeah I could vouch for that <laughs> shit. What uh, does it say? Chill the May of this year. May. Okay, and I remember it like dodging you for like three months. <laughs> so, like, I don't want it yet. But yeah, <laughs> I can't take the responsibility. No, some music. I don't want to shine yet. Yeah. Stop. No. For no, real. <laughs> so watch, it jumps from January, uh, June 20th to this, September 5th. This is terrible. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes so much sense. But I remember because in July, so I had written down, I found the notebook. I'm going to show you. I think I have a picture of it. But it was me basically saying, um, I was... I was writing down a lot of things that I, I want mm. and um, I'm trying to have. And mm-hmm. in that notebook, it was saying, I'm surrounded by genuine people who love and support me. That's literally all. Because I, wow. I had cut a lot of people off. Um, First step. Yeah. Like, I felt like I needed to do that and just be around. Like, I was alone for a while. I kind of just felt like mm. I know what I bring to the table, so I'm not afraid to eat alone type of thing. Like, yeah. I know... I don't know if I'm iffy on people's energy. Like, I'd rather just cut everybody off and know that I'm... I might be in my own energy, but at least I'm solid, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was alone, like, for a while. And then I kept, like, writing that down. And then I had met Ohala, like, literally within that month. And I remember in this reading, this woman was telling me, like, you're going to be around, like, this group of people. And, and she said, like, oh, this is going to happen by January. So this is going to happen by January. And look at what the fuck month it is. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's so cool. What a turn of events for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Did you ever think growing um you, you grew up here in Tucson, right? Yeah. Did you ever think you would find like a like 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 a a collective or a group like, like this? Never. Yeah. I always thought I would be by myself. And I always wanted to, like, be... I remember thinking to myself, like, I wanted to be in a group, but then I was like, but I want to be, like, individual, too. Right. So this is perfect. You get yeah. me? But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've always just wanted to be around a group of people, but I just... It never worked that way for me. But right. I see why now. This yeah. is, like, perfect right this now. This is the one that was supposed to be in. Yeah, we all feel it. Yeah, we do. Just want to shout out uh, the homegirl, Karina. Karina. Without her, I would have never found you. Karina? Karina? My Karina? Your Karina. 
Karina? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I remember her tweeting about your music. Really? Yeah, I thought she was from LA. She uh, looked too cool to be from Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I looked too cool to be from I just, Tucson. I just saw the thing. I was like, hey, I like your music. Where do you stay? She's like, I stay here. And I was like, damn. I remember damn. reading that. I was yeah. like, do you not know that we live in the same city? You didn't. You couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't believe it. And they thought my name was Sajalina. <laughs> yeah. I remember showing Ray. I showed oh. Ray a lot of things early on. Because I showed Ray fucking Max. My, right. my all the homies like Bondi yeah. every every new because I'm, I'm the one who like snoops around I, I try right. to find new talent you lurk yeah, trying to like you know see like what we can add to yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like yeah I found this this homegirl she fucking can sing her ass off Sagalina Sagalina <laughs> oh my god it was so we met her that she was like sad Galdina yeah like, <laughs> phonetically that makes more sense yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sagalina Sagalina yeah so sad told us that yeah and i I remember saying that too like i feel like this was like the puzzle and like people have told me that too like i feel like you're the last piece to the puzzle wow it feels very like i don't know like welcome home kind of thing yeah i i just felt super guided like um i'm very good at i'm just super intuitive and um like when i meet people if if i'm even like feeling some type of way negatively about somebody and they've never done anything to me like I make a point to just make a mental note and just, I probably just wouldn't want to fuck with that. I've never been wrong. Right. I'll say that. I've never been wrong one fucking time. Okay, I can verify this. Q can vouch, yeah. I've never been wrong. Whether it takes a month, a week, a year, like I'm always, I'm always right. And you got those, uh, that your antenna's out. Hell yeah. And, I mean, out. yeah, it's unintentional. But with Same Ohala, way. I felt they were the first group of people that I ever felt like, oh, oh this is actually good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this is what I'm supposed to do. I've never felt like stronger about something. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, so what's next for you? What are you, uh, are you working on something? Are you? I have intentions too. I want to, yeah, a couple's done. I want to drop like an EP. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. When do you think? When do you think you you'd have that out? I would prefer like by my birthday. Nice. What's that? March. 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 March right. Yeah, okay. Like March third. That's what I'm shooting for. Um, I just have to really buckle down. I've I've tried to drop projects. I'm just I procrastinate and like I suck and I get too excited and I drop everything. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a mic problem. Mike, Mike, yeah. Mike used to have the same problem. Look what happened. We gave him the Ocala treatment. Right? This <laughs> true. Yeah. And I, you know, not for nothing. That's kind of, you know, I think yeah, no, every artist. That's for sure. And the, the roster, I think, you know, definitely project is the next thing. Yeah, for real. We're trying to. That'd be great. After this time of drugs wave that we have, mm-hmm. Max and I have been talking about My, Drop another yeah. bomb on the yeah. people. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. They're not ready. Uh, no, they no, never nah, will. Dude. They're really not. There never will be. <laughs> I'll be excited. I'll be excited for what you guys can do. Because like, I, I saw you guys perform, uh, I think, I don't know if you guys released it, but you might performed a song that I never heard before. Yeah. The last show you guys did for, you know, that you opened for. Trying to roll your blunts for life. I think, that's not the name of the song, huh? Yeah. That was a, that it's was a story a, behind that one. That was yeah. a good song. Thank you. That was a good song. How about you? Because it involves you, and I don't want to go too far. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I won't go too far. But you know what? Just like uh, I had said something to Q, uh-huh. and it was like, just say. Yeah, it was like. It was just like, say. I was just asking. I was looking for you for the green light to say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was just like, just say. I'm not gonna give you context, but just uh-huh. know I said, just say. I'm trying to roll your blunts for life, and I think I added a bitch. But ben. I was like, bitch. I think but... it, was, it was like, bitch. Yeah. I'm trying to roll your blunts for life. Yeah, bitch, I'm trying to roll your blunts for life. And Q was like, damn. And then Q fucking so tweeted romantic. it. Got all this cloud. I was like, what the fuck? But you did tweet that. I remember yeah. that now. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just took that from Nina <laughs> like that, bro. You should have gave her at least some credit on that thing. I, well, I gave it to Q, yeah. Beat. I gave her the song. Oh, damn. Fuck, but um, that bad. beat, right. it, was, um, it, was, it was in Mike's sample pack. Mike has this like fucking crazy knack. Not so much anymore because he's making his own sounds, but he had, he would have get like these sample packs. He would download samples on YouTube for hours. Wow. And he gave me and Ray some, especially with my laptop. My Remember when my laptop had collapsed? Right. So he gave me a sample pack just to keep myself busy. Right. And 
around that time, I had broken up with the person that I'm getting back with currently. Right. And I had listened to the sample, which was like, Ecstasy is what it's called, by Jahari or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Some Detroit shit. And, you, and I found out that you can't find the song anywhere. It's only on a cassette. Whoa. It's down. It's only like a YouTube rip of like a very, very rare song. Whoa. I remember me, me and Nina were in the studio. I remember just being sad. And I feel like it's really good that I'm sad for this album. Right. <laughs> working. Yeah. I've only been able to... Not two songs. Two songs, yeah. But but that that one was one of my favorites, only because I remember Nina spitting that so- the, the verse that she has on it mm-hmm. at her house. Mm-hmm. The first time I went to visit her at her house. And I remember being like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I was drunk when I wrote it, too. In that respect. So, so I don't know how I was able to like do a whole song drunk. Like <laughs> I was gone. I was <laughs> and I think what, what were we, I was fucking around. I was like, you should get Mike on it. And showing up like a week later, Mike was on. Mike was on it, yeah. Wow. I was like, this, this is great. Uh, it was a good song. It was a real good song. I Thanks. thought that was exciting. So like, I'm, I'll, I'll say the people won't be ready, but um, that doesn't matter. And yeah. Be excited to get it and just drop something and shit. Thanks. Slap them with something. Yeah, those two are pretty solid. Like even my Malibu is like one yeah. of the. I feel like, the way that song came about. Yeah. It was even like about a specific person that's not even in my life at this point. But I remember telling Q the other day, I was like, you know what? Maybe this person came into my life just so I could write that. Song. <laughs> yeah, about that song. Yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. Well, thank you, universe. <laughs> I think that was, and I remember that song specifically because she she had she hadn't recorded yet. Mm-hmm. She performed it here first at La Pulita. I was like super mm-hmm. unsure about it too. I was like, well, I had they're like, is that all you have? And I was like, well. I have this one song I wrote to Q's beat. I was like, if you want to hear it. They're like, yeah, pl- play that shit. I was like, okay. And then I ran. Like, nobody knew what to expect. And then I just remember seeing everyone's faces like, what the fuck? Like, mind blown. Q's over here just, like, tripping balls. I was just like, damn. It was, it was intense. It was a great moment. <laughs> it was, and it, you know, the beat, the, the story of the beat is that I had a, I, I told Nina I was going to send her a bunch of shit. Yeah. I didn't because I didn't like that. And I was like, oh, flake. I'm gonna make it up yeah, to Nina. So I made a I made a beat inside the beat that I sent her. Uh. and so it was like two beats in one. I wasn't even expecting it. And so like she, oh. she I guess she had listened to the first part, which was a cool beat. It was chill. Mm-hmm. With the second one was just some hard shit. I was just feeling fucking saucy. Oh saucy. And, and then I was like, maybe we still rap. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then she performed it here. And I think that's the night that we had all the crew, like Mercy, Leo, and just mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. And, all the main players and, wow. and then we just all were looking at each other and it's one of those beats that just has like it's a classic sample and like the, the oldies essence of it just yeah. just makes it like fucking like it sounds like Tucson mm. you know and I think, I think uh, Nina's music prior to that I think that's why I never thought she was from Cal- like from Tucson specifically. right right but I think with that song and the ones that she's been making since then and like just the sound mm-hmm. like that. I can say that song was like the most ojala song Fair. I think we've, we've made, you know. Fair. We fucking, I made it in the back room. Ray fucking mixed and mastered the vocals. Yeah. Wow. He fucking came through with it. And oh. Mike gave me the sample, so it, like, it was like it very was made in house. Yeah. yeah. Through and through. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And that's, that's, I think that'll be the first single, maybe. Yeah. I think a lot of people Definitely. Like that one a lot. A lot of people love it. I have homegirls that uh, have it on their phone, and they're just like, "When are you gonna fucking drop this?" Because I'm tired of this being a secret. And like, <laughs> I'm like, it really yeah. is. Like, I don't think like, I've heard of it. I don't think I've heard of it. You've heard it. It's I've more, done it at shows. Have you? I, I did it on oh, okay. um, the September. September oh. one. You did it. You've done it at all the shows. Since, all the shows since. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. That one. I'm drinking. Oh, that one. Bad, 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 bad. Oh, that makes sense because I was like, I haven't really heard it. Anywhere else, that's true. <laughs> but like, I know the song, like for sure. Like yeah, that. for sure. Bad. It's good. Bad. <laughs> and then the way. She, okay, the last thing I'll say about the song. Give us the background. I think the way. I don't know if Nina really. I think when we're all writing songs, and I think Mike finds himself doing this a lot, is just you find that pocket with the beat, mm. and Nina mm-hmm. just found this really good cascading effect with like sample the sample is like uh, yeah was, the, the way it goes is like 
something you if repeating the phrase you oh my god i didn't even realize that that's what the sample was saying i just at the it was weird it was just weird i wish i could yeah, and then I do this weird like with the sample and mm-hmm. oh. bits. Yeah. You didn't even catch that you were Fuck doing no. that. Fuck no. Yeah, no. Wow. Yeah. Q had brought it up to me, and I was like, "Wait, wait, hold up. For real? Like, I was tripping out." Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> special song. Uh, that it's seems like special. a special song at that point. It is. I, you know, now I feel like because I was worried that when I fell out with this person that I had written it about that I was like, it was gonna like lose its. Meaning um, or power? Like magic to mm. me. To me at least. Right. Um, because I remember performing it when I was still cool with this person. Or like yeah, and I and it just felt like it was just like a happy I don't know. It's just a different feeling and now it's just I'm just proud of it. Right. So it's like not really a connection to that anymore. I'm yeah. just proud of just it. Like this is my kid. It's a beautiful child. <laughs> yeah. I love this child. That's great. Mm-hmm. What a cool take. We might put that on Spotify. Uh, it should be somewhere already. It's like it's a Spotify. hit. I guess you gotta give uh, Time Your Drugs its own like yeah, yeah. Right? Hell yeah. yeah. But, but even it's that, true. I, think, it's true. I think I think even that shit's whack because I feel like for as much as like we all are so close and the DNA of our music shares a lot of like of, of the roots, mm. right? I think we exist in so many different planes. It's true. Like, that mm-hmm. Nina's album would never step on the toes of the drugs. You're right. Drugs is here. Nina right. shouldn't be here. My shit will hurt here. You're right. You know, and I think. So drop that shit. What are you doing then? Like, just got down. Flush it out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Max. I think Max. Once Max has, uh, you know, more time. More time, Mr. Milkweed. Makes sense. You know, to spend some time on Nina's like full vision. I think mm. that's the that's the part that I'm always excited. That's about. That's true. That's true. You know, I've also given like Nina four. How many beats? Twenty one. Like, yeah. Just, we're just waiting to like sit down and make some more yeah and I feel like as an artist like I really need to figure out um, what direction I'm, I'm trying to take and mm. just what I don't know I get like stressed out thinking about that so I, I'm just really more in the moment like if I feel like writing I'll write if I don't then yeah. I won't of course but I get that I need a healthy like push like definitely Q pushes me I feel like in a healthy way so yeah the whole group does honestly yeah and even like being like so I was with Mike the night before, or I think it was, I don't honestly, it was last night, actually. Oh. I think, yeah, I'm tripping, it was last night. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just yeah. a fucking genius. Like, it trips me out. And I texted him this the other day. I was like, um, I was listening to the whole album, Time Your Drugs, on Apple Music. Yeah. And I was, so I was listening. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I, and I was like on it's my way to work. such a good album, too. Yeah. I'm so happy it's on there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. Uh, and like, because I had, I had um, the album, he gave it to me. Right. But I never wanted to listen to it all the way through until it, the rest of everyone else fun. could. Yeah. Right, right. And so, I don't know why, I just didn't. And then. Um, it's reasonable. Yeah, I knew it was great. I've heard some songs. I just wanted to get the full effect with everybody else. I don't want to get excited and be like, I can't talk about so it. You wanted a time, you're drunk. It's yeah, fine. yeah, it. for real. It. <laughs> but I, I listened to it on Apple Music and I was just tripping out. And then I texted Mike in the morning and I was like, Yo, like you're. I just want to say like I'm so proud of you. Like you're a fucking genius. And then I was like, You're a fucking genius. And that realization hits me like a fucking brick four times a week. Like just about. Like literally every time I'm with Mike, I'm. There's just moments where I'm like, You're a fucking dude. Like do you not? Do not realize this. Like, and last night was one of those moments. Just the way that he like starts from scratch, or like just we, we know we could, we could be in a room at the bando and everyone's conversating, and then like an hour later, it's like, so this is the song I made. Yeah. And you're like, what? The That'd fuck? be him. Yeah. He'd be doing that while I was recording a podcast with him. For real? <laughs> yeah. He made a fucking beat. We were, I was in, like talking to him and shit. Like as we were talking, he was like on the computer. Yeah, putting it putting it together, conversating with me, being there with me. <laughs> yeah, he's there. And like, that's and, what is weird. And still making a beat, and then the beat became like a, a beat made for the podcast and shit. That's and so I tight. Played it every once in a while. Q cleaned it up a little bit too, and everything. It was just so funny. That's so tight. Yeah, I just yeah, Mike is one of those Mike people. Is, just makes Mike you want to be better at what you do. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, you know, and I think that's what works so well for the group. You know, I think we're all on our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him being the fire sign of the group, I think just this that like, engine. Yes, that engine that pushes not only Nina, but I, I can tell you like straight up, like when I first met this fool, I was like 
cool, now I have some real ass competition. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's easy to feel isolated in the city. You know, there's not a lot of yeah, cross-pollination. Yeah. So right. like, That's how I felt, too. You know, sitting down with that fool and then knowing that we come from the same background and right. like, the same tastes in music and just with very little variances just pushes you to be like, fuck. And the fool just keeps growing. That's what's For so... Real. Hell yeah. yeah. He has Frustrated. like his whole other <laughs> album planned out already. Like, like, he does, right? Yes. Yeah, he, has he does. He has three albums. Like. He has three demos. Ah, they're getting the scoop. They're getting the scoop. <laughs> you heard it here first. Three <laughs> albums. Damn. Damn. Exposed. For real. So good. <laughs> Fucking Mike. Well, guys, that's that's exciting. It really is exciting. Um, do you have anything more to say, Nina? Mm. We're in like four, 55 minutes at this point. Um, <laughs> anything more you want to share anything you want anyone anything you want to ask um can you think of anything i don't know what no like i'm cozy with leaving cozy. it there, there at that <laughs> point you know yeah i think yeah i don't know i don't really know because i feel like nobody even like for the longest time i didn't even show my face and like there's just not much there's not much about me online either way to like know like who i am or like what i mean people know of me like their music but like yeah. not to enough to be like i have questions about this this and this don't, just like don't just here know. it was in passing oh man uh, if that's how you want to end it i mean damn <laughs> no i'm just <laughs> so saying like, <laughs> i just can't think of things that people would want to know of course that's reasonable yeah but i'm definitely I want to put the city on. I want to help put the city on and everybody else. I want to be, I always say like I want to be in a position of power so I can put other people there. Respect. And that's what I'm shooting for at this point. There's no other way out. It's just, I know what's coming. I know what I'm working for. So. Beautiful. Yeah, and I appreciate everybody that listens to me and whoever is listening to this. And thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. How was that? Nina's great, right? It was a lot of fun. Um, thank you, Nina, for coming along. I'm glad you enjoyed it. At least at the time, anyways. It was so long ago at this point. You guys, go follow her. Follow all that she does. She's an amazing artist, great vocalist, and has fire bars. It's scary, almost. Like, it's it's wild. If you were at the Tucson Hip Hop Festival, you know what I'm talking, talking about. It was fantastic. Go follow her on her socials. It's um, at SadGalNina with two A's on Twitter at the end. And uh, just SadGalNina on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. On that note, guys, I'm going to play you out with uh, Pluto and Scorpio by DJQ. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch you on the next one. I don't really know what else to say. But yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs>